there are so many different things we might experience in one day throughout the course of our life. Big moments like graduations, weddings, babies, birthdays, retirements, and deaths. And then there's the in-between, the seemingly unimportant. But sometimes the smallest moments hold the greatest power. I'm Amy, a life coach and personal growth mentor, and this is Roots Change, a Grow With Me podcast, and I am so glad you're here. I recently had the opportunity to meet and speak with an amazing human being, and you get to meet him too. Today, you're going to listen to an interview I recently had with Shad Rahman. He is a storyteller, a digital creator, a cloud security professional. We need those in these days. He is a writer. Basically, he's a storyteller in every sense of the word. He's definitely got a story to share with us. So if you can, grab yourself a cozy spot and settle in. Enjoy today's episode. Shad, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to share with us. I'm so excited to get to know you and hear more about your story. Why don't you just start by kind of talking to the listeners about who you are, what you do, share a little bit about yourself. Thanks for having me, Amy. So my so my name's Shadman, though most people call me Shad for simplicity's sake. I'm uh, originally from Southern California. I I'm currently an IT security professional, though on the side I do a lot of writing and podcasting, just really exploring what it means to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle. And so, yeah, just over the past couple of years, you know, being someone being someone in my mid twenties, going through the ambiguity of life, you, you you know how everyone's trying to figure it out and trying to understand what what is the type of balance I want in my life, what is the direction, the purpose I want with my life you know, navigating through that, that space in my life currently and just trying to share with others what I've taken away from my experiences, what I've learned from others. So that way we can all help us help each other out along this journey because none of us ever do this on an individual basis. And so I just thought, you know, I'd, I'd like to share what I've learned. And so that's kind of what a lot of my writing and podcasting about relationships, about just generally life with when it comes to health, human psychology, sense of self comes into play. Well, I appreciate it. I got to talk with you a few weeks ago and I enjoyed even that little 15 minutes. And in speaking to you, I was absolutely inspired. You're young. As far as I'm concerned, you are very young to be so aware. And at that point in your life where you take your growth really seriously and the message that you're going to share together or share with us today is going to definitely benefit probably every single listener. As everybody knows by now, if you've been listening for a while, I asked every person who agreed to come on to our podcast to name their own episode. And you chose sometimes the smallest moments hold the greatest power. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Why don't you share with us why that has been true for you? Yeah, for for me, I grew up as someone who really 
looked forward to the big grandiose moments given how and, and this largely stems from media blowing up kind of those large extravagant types of events and that's what life is all about but i think you know especially given you know the past year we've really come to slow down and understand that there's more smaller insignificant things that we used to take granted for that actually are much more meaningful when you look at the entire 360 view of your life and for me, this whole idea of the small moments being much more significant than the big moments really came from a specific instance where I, I distinctly remember back in March of last year, 2020, I was living in San Francisco at the time and I, I was an avid soccer player, still play soccer, but you know, during that time was playing soccer on a pretty regular basis. And there, there was this one Sunday morning in the beginning of March where I decided to go play some pickup soccer over at a local field by my apartment. And I just thought it'd be a run of the mill. You know, I get a good, good run out in the morning, get my Sunday going. And little did I know that that day was going to be extremely significant in terms of how I went about perceiving and approaching life afterwards. And so what ended up happening was this seemingly insignificant moment, just a bunch of, you know, adult males were playing some pickup soccer. One team kicks the ball past the goal. And, it, you know, that's just something that you think happens on, an, on, on a regular basis when you're playing pickup soccer. But this is a little bit of a different case where the ball is hurtling towards the head of a couldn't have been any more than eight years old the boy he was walking with his father behind the goal and this ball was hurtling towards his head and we're all thinking oh please dear god do not hit him please somehow just miss and this boy just somehow matrixed his way out of the ball out of the line of the ball as if it was nothing in a nonchalant fashion and all of us you know adult males are like clapping you know applauding him and at that very given moment, I found myself standing next to the referee and him and I were chatting. He was like, you know, you know, that kid, he, he's probably trying to replace Keanu Reeves. This is at the time when he, Keanu was filming Matrix 4 over in San Francisco. And I'm like, yeah, he's probably going to, you know, give him a run for his money. Who knows? He might replace him in the film. And he, and he's like, yeah, that kid has, has something in him. He has this instinct, this natural courage in him that, you know, he doesn't see very often in folks. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if that was me in his position, there's no way I'm matrixing out of the ball, out of the way of the ball. And like thinking as if it was just like second nature, I'm like freaking out. I'm looking left, right. Like, oh my God, I almost just got like hit by a ball and could have gotten injured. And, and he, he, he told me, you know, he could sense that that child, that boy was going to have the courage to really go for it in life that there was something about it, that he was going to make it, and that not a lot of people actually go for it in life. And I was just thinking, you know, this was something that I'd always thought of myself, but it was just such a profound moment. Like, yeah, that's true. A lot of people really don't go for it. A and then the funny part is he's like, you know, thinking he's imparting all this wisdom on me. He's like, you know, I'm 60 years old telling you this. You must be only half my age. Like, how old are you, kid? And I'm like, oh, I'm at the time I was 23. He's like, oh, I, you're a third of my age. And we just started cracking up and embracing one another. And it, it was just such a beautiful moment. And I didn't think of anything of it in the in the moment. But later that evening, I go back to my apartment. I'm thinking, hold on, wait, wait, wait. This is like something that I could happen to me at any time when I play soccer on a, on a regular basis at that time. But I knew that there was something in there that 
was significant that if I didn't take the time to really think about it, I would miss out on a large opportunity that could prove pivotal and instrumental for my life for decades on end. And so what, when I went back to my apartment, I thought about how crazy it was that I could see three generations of myself in a, in a given moment. And what I mean by that is that I saw a reflection of my own young eight-year-old self and that eight-year-old boy who was walking behind the goal. I saw my current self as a 23-year-old male at that time. And then I saw a version of my older self in the in that refer that 60 year old referee i could see quote unquote three different generations of myself and i thought whoa okay life is flashing before my eyes here what that older gentleman told me about people not going for it i needed to take that into very serious consideration at that moment and i had to define what would my life look like from a purpose perspective in terms of how can I go about simplifying the way I make choices that could cater to what it is that I truly wanted out of life? And so that's when I just started developing out this framework, this these five pillars that I center my life around and how I go about making my decisions with respect to those five pillars. And, and yeah, it, it was just such a seemingly insignificant moment that could happen any single day of the week when I was playing soccer. But the fact that that happened that day and I took the time to reflect on it, just I'm so glad I took that moment. And I'm so glad that I didn't just brush it aside. Like we sometimes do with some smaller, seemingly insignificant moments. I absolutely agree. And what you took from that, I don't know that everybody would, it was, that was meant for you at that moment. It was like divine timing. I don't know too many people that would go home and think to themselves, how am I going to take this to like really take action going forward? And I really love what he said about like that guy, you know, that boy, he's got courage. He's really going somewhere. And a lot of people don't. And it's so true because a lot of people don't tap into their own potential because they don't like, they don't believe that they can actually achieve mm-hmm. those things. And it sounds like that kid was just like, it didn't even phase him. <laughs> no, it like, didn't. Right. It didn't. <laughs> Back to business. So are you, um, do you, would you like to share? I would like to hear about these five pillars. Yeah, I, I think these are fairly common pillars that a lot of people would probably hark to, but I just more so formalize this as a framework. So the five pillars themselves are one, relationships. Second is health. Third is looking at your finances. Fourth is your career. And then fifth is your own personal growth slash your own impact on a broader community. And so when you dig down deeper, you can get into the weeds of, you know, with like relationships that centers around different aspects with friends, with your family, with romantic partners, some uh, even your own professional network, and, and really digging deep into what it is that you want with respect to each of those types of relationships. And with health, it comes to, it comes to physical health, mental health. So you, you can really dig deep into each of these different categories. And I, funny enough, I remember I, I, I jotted down a note on my phone that that same evening with these five pillars, I quote-unquote self-assess myself and kind of scored myself this is what I want in my life as kind of the ideal state at that given moment and then this is where I feel as if I match up to that and I kind of scored myself I'm like oh I want this but I'm like extremely lacking in terms of the qualities I want out of this specific 
you know, when it came to friendships in, in my life, maybe I was lacking in certain areas. And so I kind of scored myself at a very low level. And so I, I just kind of kept up with that, you know, kind of doing a self-assessment with respect to those pillars and those granular points within each of the pillars to kind of see, am I progressing towards what it is that I truly want? And then similarly, I knew that this is also not a fixed target, like a fixed target, quote unquote. This will move in terms of what do I want relationships out of my life in the current five-year period might look different from what I want out of relationships in my life in the next five-year period after I go through this initial phase. And I, and I gave myself that grace to know that. And so it, it just helped me because it, I think we all know we should do this sort of self-assessment, but if I didn't take that moment in to give me the nudge to do it, I don't know if I would have ever actually truly put it down onto like pen to paper on this case, like me jotting down a note on my phone and just keeping track of that note uh, every so often. I can tell you with authority in my own life and as a life coach that most people have never done that. I I have, but it wasn't until I think I was like 37. So that was only a couple of years ago. The fact that you did First of all, self-evaluation is like everything. It sounds to me, so how I'm seeing these pillars and how I would relate them to like something that I do or to my life would be my, like my personal guiding principles. And it sounds like those pillars, each of those are mm-hmm. like the areas that are most important to you. Is that right? Okay. Exactly. That is so interesting. So how do you use this then to kind of guide your decisions and help guide your life and and what you're doing. Yeah. So what I found is before I had any of this framework down on physically down on a piece of paper on my phone, in this case, I would be aimlessly making decisions or not knowing the criteria in which I would make decisions with. I would, I, I, I've always been a pretty bad decision maker. I would say I'm not good at making decisions. And so when I, this framework just provided me the clarity because I knew the criteria and qualities with respect to each of these pillars I wanted. So I knew if it came to health, for instance, there could be certain decisions I could make with respect to my health. But when I knew I wanted, you know, a specific goal when it came to my physical health or my mental health. Like for instance, doing some content creation, I knew that I wanted to prioritize my mental health and it was getting a little bit, I I was straying away from that objective of being able to find balance with my mental health, being able to feel as if I'm not super strained. And I took a step away from doing some content creation for a couple of months. And that was something I wouldn't have done before I had created this framework because I would have just felt this push and pull my mental health are doing something in regards to my personal development and growth, which is another pillar. And so when I look at these pillars, also, it's a matter of prioritizing which pillar should take precedence at any given moment or phase in time and knowing that, you know, these pillars will reshuffle as time goes on. But at, the, at any given moment, I do have that prioritization already set for myself. So it just makes the decision that much easier. Whereas before it would have been crippling to say, uh, do I really want to step away from doing this? This is going to get away from, you know, developing myself, but my health. But then since I did the work before prioritizing it, it's, it's a simple decision. There's no angst about going through, uh, do I really want to do this? So <laughs> I think it's that's how brilliant. it's helped. And- I assume I'm just going to like take a shot in the dark. 
but I, I'm guessing that you use this quite often to gauge where you are. It sounds like you do because you just said you had to step away uh, for a few months from like the content creation. And I sometimes find myself in the moment, I don't always recognize that I'm sacrificing a priority. Um, I've Mm -hmm. gotten much better at noticing it. You know, I, I recognize the physical cues and like how I feel and the thoughts that I'm having. Is there anything specific that helps you to evaluate where you are so that you know what changes to make? Yeah, for me, it was something that I've started doing a little bit more this last year was getting a little bit more in tune with how my body is sending me signals. I I had a tough time with that given when, as I was growing up, I always used to kind of fight through signals my body was sending me to stop or you know don't push so hard and and injuring myself along the way and i think having gone through so many of those moments i've come to the terms finally that i need to finally listen to my body because eventually i've seen the actual negative consequences that come out of pushing through those bodily signals and so when i feel like like headaches or migraines coming into place i feel as if even though like say I get adequate amount of sleep, my my body just physically feels fatigued and, and there's like no real, I, I it's hard for me to find an explanation as to why does it feel out of sorts. And then I realize, wait, this is something about my body telling me that I need to step away from whatever it is that I'm doing. I'm putting too much stress in one department, one area of my life. And then I just need to figure out which department. And it's a, it's a matter of experimentation, figuring out which department that is, because sometimes you may or may not know. And yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of experimentation and it's still a work in progress for me, but I feel like that's we're how at I've a about very it. similar part of our life when it comes to being guided by our body. If, if you were to go back and listen to a few of my podcasts in the last like month, month and a half, this is something that I've gotten really intentional on because it's something that like you, I did not feel comfortable doing for totally different reasons. My reasons were a lot of anxiety and like some trauma response and stuff like that. So it made it hard for me to trust, like, is this that, or is my mm-hmm. body trying to tell me something you are, it's probably like you were into soccer for so long. And so yeah. you drive yourself hard. So I totally get it. I think that is so interesting. Is there anything else that you want to share about this? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would just encourage people to, to just incorporate a framework like this for themselves. I think when we have difficulties making decisions, these, this framework, I think helps us. They use this, like they use this in business. I found it per personally helpful in my own personal life and so i think just a matter of the fact it's a tried and tested method if you will so a lot of times it's just a matter of doing some experimentation and so you know if individuals want to use this framework or create a framework for yourself understanding what are your own personal values your own personal pillars if you will and to find out what does that criteria look like with respect to each of those pillars with what you want your life to look like in a couple of years or how you just generally want the quality of your life to look like. 
And then, yeah, decisions just become that much easier and you feel it's a huge weight lifted off your shoulders. Right now, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself how useful this would be for people who have a hard time visualizing. Like a lot of, I don't know, I only know for, for me and for the woman that I've worked with is if you have a hard time seeing past what you currently are think you're capable of and what you currently think you're worthy of, it's really hard to like see outside of that. And Mm -hmm. this is a really good way, like going through these pillars is a really good way to do that without feeling like you have to be good at dreaming for yourself. Right. Right. So do you have something to help people do this? (laughs) <laughs> like online, or is this something that you've done for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've written a post about this, like I mentioned earlier. When I find things that are helpful for me, I try to share it with my with on my own website and with people who come across the idea and you know they can take bits and pieces of it, they can take nothing, they can take everything, but it's just a means of sharing what I found helpful for me that has come through inspiration from others and then passing it on to others to see if it helps them make their own decisions, visualize what their life will look like, like you mentioned. And so I I think the most important thing is really like what you said earlier. It's just, I was someone who always, I grew up having a really good memory. So I felt as if I can just put it all in my mind, it'll stick (laughs) and I can always go back to that. But then I realized, no, when people say write it down or put it or not in the current digital age, put it down your phone, like there's actual meaning and substance behind it. I didn't realize it until I actually jotted that note down and then I'm like, oh, face to face, I'm seeing what it is that I truly want in, in my life and the quality of life I, I desire in the next couple of years. And so I encourage people who were like me beforehand, just put it down on paper, put it in your room, put a note down on your phone. It may sound silly to some, but once you do it, there's just so much more meaning and power behind it than if you don't do that step. I think power was the perfect word. I always tell people, speak it, say it to yourself, and then write it, write it down. All three of them. I think it's science. I don't know what it is. It's <laughs> psychology. I don't know what it is, but you're absolutely right. It, it makes it real. Thoughts become things. And that's like how it becomes things. You end up taking the action that's going to take you there just because you've are you've taken the steps to hold yourself accountable to it just by writing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wild to me. <laughs> so why don't you tell us where we can find you? Yeah, so you can find me on my website. It's just my, my name, shabmanraman.com. You can find my blog there, uh, my episodes to this podcast called Between Us that speaks about relationships and kind of just digs a little bit deeper into like these these five pillars, just relationships at large with others in life when it comes to friends, family, romantic partners, your professional life, you know, whatever you can think of, we probably have maybe discussed it. And so, yeah, just you can find those resources and see if anything helps, you know, at the end of the day, it's about, you know, if it can help you with your life, develop balance, develop clarity, even if it's just one person out there, that's all that really matters to me. Agreed. Agreed. We're on the same mission. Well, our conversation did not leave off here. 
but this episode will. Next week, I will be sharing part two. It is coaching. I found it kind of strange to try to mesh together the two in the same episode. And so I thought, hey, why not just split it up? They're two complete different topics, both equally important. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you pulled from it exactly what you needed. Roots change and it happens with every choice you make. Until the next time, you are loved, you are worthy, and you, my friend, are capable of anything.